Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's like uh, there's like that TikTok that's like, is it me? Am I the drama? But it's like, so I, 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 I am I the problem? Am I the problem? Probably. Yeah, but it just talks about just like um, really just you know focusing your life and you know just getting ready for the next step, right? And like how every level you go at, every time you like you progress in life, I'll say like three to five percent of your friends change, right? And so sometimes you burning bridges. Sometimes then you like you look back and like, man, I have not talked to that person in forever. Well, they probably feel a way about that. But it's not even like me trying to feel like I'm better than them, right? It's more so just like, I'm focused on this now, right? So it's just always funny, like, hey, is it me? Am I the drama? But it's really just like getting really focused and pointed and like um, just living your best life, you know what I'm saying? Like what makes you the happiest, what makes you the most money, what's be the most efficient, right? Like me, me trying to figure out those balances. Um, so I talk about things like that, you know, so it's like, oh, you're about to kill this. I'm tossing alley-oops. I'm not trying this time. I'm throwing alley-oops to you, buddy. I'm not trying this time. Okay. We love GRTV. We love GRTV. We love GRTV. Welcome back to We Love GRTV. I'm your host, Lorenz Davis, and you are here for your weekly gems from the 616. I'm here with my friend Vincent from Irie Kitchen, and you guys are just knocking it out the park, That's man. That's good, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. You guys are shutting down Kentwood. Yup. It's trying, bro. Best jerk chicken in the city, I think. Period, bro. I think best jerk chicken in the nation. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> so you, this is an entrepreneur family, right? Yeah, man, my family's full of hustlers, bro. Definitely entrepreneurial, right? They hustle. I mean, like, what's the meme or the joke about Jamaicans? Like, they got three, four jobs. You know, I definitely grew up, you know, in, in a hustle mentality, right? Like, yeah. You know, a lot of foreign people look at America as a lick. And that's how we... That's how we hear. That's how we look at it. You know, like come here. There's a lot of opportunity, um, so you can make something for sure. You know how many times I've been called Jamaican because I got four jobs, bro. That's crazy. I man, I was wondering. Like, are you? I was thinking when I first met you, I was like, man, is you Jamaican, African, something? Or are you just, you know, just? Nah, I just got a lot of goals and ambitions, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it is killing me. Hey, man. The, is that's that from good. In Living Color too? That Jamaican line? I think so, bro. I, it's been around for like for a minute, bro. Like when even like when I was a kid, people said, "Oh, you Jamaican, you little hot." Like I didn't, and I didn't really understand. But then I looked around, like, "Yeah, brother, everybody, everybody working, bro." All the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody just got like four jobs. Everybody's hustling, bro, doing something. Hey, you call somebody, what you doing at work? Yeah, at work. At work. Yeah, now, even when they're at home, they're working on something. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. So you being Jamaican, when's your family come from Jamaica's here? My parents came, um, my dad came first. Um, his story is crazy, his come up. He's, you know, he's from Jamaica, he was born and raised there. My dad um, left Jamaica around my age, around 25, 27, and he went to London first. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know anything about my dad, he, he came from the gutter, man. He, he, really, he really came out of it. And so, a lot of his, so traditionally in foreign countries, like islands, like it's hard to get into America, right? Like okay. America's hard to get into. So like, whether you go to Europe, you go to London, you go to Germany, those countries are a little bit easier to get in and, and take in people of culture. Um, and so, but a lot of his family was there in London. So, you know, he, he worked, he saved up some money, he got his plane ticket, he went out there. 
and he was in London for a little bit. It was cool, but you know, America, a lot of foreign for is the goal. Okay. Right? And so, yeah, Pops ended up in Ohio, um, early '80s, and then um, took a a bus to Grand Rapids on a whim. Mm. Um, but while he was in London, he met my mom. Mm. Right. So they they, they exchanged numbers uh, and kept in contact. But yeah, he he decided to move to Grand Rapids, build his life, and he uh, he bought a house on Oakdale. So that's where house still there. House is still there. Yep, house is still there. House is there. So your dad having that story, uh, how did that influence your upbringing? Man, like so. Okay, so you know, you have my mom, and my dad, right? So my dad is definitely a positive guy, very like optimistic, very hardworking, very do it right the first time. Um, a lot of just honest hard work, mm. right? So I get that from my dad, right? So you see, I, I saw my dad as a kid, never not working, right? always, always <laughs> right. progressing, always moving forward. Like he loves growth. Mm-hmm. Like you come in the restaurant today, Pop's working, he's 60 some years old. You know, most six year olds are trying to chill, whatever. Pop's not, he's not gonna stop. Right, you right. Know? He loves what he does, he loves to work. Uh, and that just gives me like a lot of like, encouragement to keep going and like, man my dad's hustling at 60 but i can hustle at 20 bro. right and so like it you you get that kind of grind from my dad and my mom man she she's also a hard worker but she's smart you know so i get my finesse from my mom i would say right like being able to um articulate yourself understand what's going on the strategy thinking about things uh, i get that from my mom so i got i got i got a little bit of both in them okay yeah, it was cool growing up and I was watching them work hard. Okay, how many siblings you have? I have a twin sister, that's it. A twin sister? Yep. Yep. Was she there when I was there at the restaurant? No, she wasn't. Oh, um, uh, okay. She actually just moved back in town. She was in, she was in uh, North Carolina for a while. She's, uh, she's going to uh, medical school. So she's doing that route. Oh, okay. Yep. yep. That's dope. Bro. So who taught you how to cook the chicken that way? Because it's delicious. Okay, listen. It's so, out this world, man. <clears throat> yeah, so, yo, my parents love to cook. Okay. And so both sides of my family, extended family, food is huge. So, man, I just remember being a kid and like, and I love to eat. And I used to just watch them make food. To be honest, how I got into cooking is that like, my parents worked a lot, right? So if I wanted to eat or I wanted to do, I had to go do it myself type energy, right? Um, not that they didn't feed me or whatever, but when they're gone, mm-hmm. right? So I used, I used to just like watch and then I like used to pick up things. Oh, okay, that's how dad, dad cut the onion. Okay, that's how mom seasoned the chicken. And I'll just experiment when they are gone, bro. I'm talking about six, seven years old. I'm just like, all right, the kitchen, like, okay. How so many I'm, times you mess up some chicken, some food? Man, bro, you, like, you Did mess up. Did you make up, somebody bro. throw up? No, they made anybody throw up, bro. <laughs> but like, you do mess up at first, right? Okay. You're like, okay, whatever, whatever. But like, I'm a good like uh, watcher. So if I see you do something, I can kind of like pick it up. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, you mess up though. There's a lot of trial and error. Right, but once my parents caught on to like I was cooking, my sister snitched on me. She was like, "Hey, every time y'all leave, this is making food." You know what I'm saying? Hating early. Um, yeah, because I kind of want to give her none. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was. It's was, always something, yeah, it's always bro. Something. It's I get, something. I, I want to give her none. I'm like, you gotta learn how to cook, you know? But um, yeah, from there, I kind of just learned. My my dad really, my dad really taught me the importance of knowing your ingredients. Like, here's an onion, try that. Here's a pepper, try that. Here's a tomato, try that. Mm. So you understand the core flavor. And that's how you build a dish. That's how you, it's flavor. You mm-hmm. make it taste great. My mom taught me the authentic way of cooking. Like, this is how you make curry goat. This is how you make curry chicken. 
Like, it's how you spice things up. It's mm. how you do it. You know, it's how you make rice. It's how I do, you know? So I got from both of them. Both of them taught me how to cook, for sure. Okay, so how long has Irie Kitchen been open? Or how long, when did you get the idea to start the business, really? Okay, so, man, when I was a kid, you know, I, th- I thought I was going to have 100 restaurants. Oh, that's, that was my dream. Like, you know, do 100 restaurants become a billionaire. That's what you used to say at six, six, seven years old. So it was always just like in me. I just didn't know what restaurant I was going to do. And to be honest, I thought I was going to start doing restaurants when I was 30. That was like my, my mindset. Um, but how I got the idea for Irie Kitchen, I was, uh, I, was, I was at culinary school. I went for like a semester. Mm-hmm. And we had a restaurant building class, right? Now, I'm not like too great at school, man. I never really got good grades. But um, I took this class and it just hit me one day. I was like, yo, Irie, Irie Kitchen. And the first concept was Irie Kitchen. It was Irie and it was fresh, organic, good. And I was like, yo, I mm-hmm. felt it in my soul, felt in my bones. I was like, yo, I got a good idea, bro. I'm sitting on some. Yeah. And I did, I did the project, whatever, and I got an 89 on it, right? And I was like, that's all I needed. He said, that's all I needed. I need 100 <laughs> I or nothing, like, bro. <laughs> 89, bro. <laughs> you know, and I, uh, I just ran with it. And, it's, and the brand has definitely evolved, but, um, you know, Irie means uh, everything's good. Everything's good in uh, Jamaican. So that's where kind of like the concept came from. I like that name. Now that I know what it means, I really yeah, like that name now. Yeah. Everything good. Everything Irie. And, uh, all good. Red <laughs> bottoms on. Life is good. Yeah, life is good. <laughs> uh, so, what's a typical day look like for you? Um, like in the restaurant? Yep, as a business owner, as a restaurant owner. Uh, so, restaurant, you know, is very hands-on. Every day is something going on, right? Yeah. So, you're just running around. I say a typical day looks like for me, you know, you wake up at 6, 7 a.m. Um, you, you go to the kitchen. You start like laying out, cleaning the table, laying everything out, make sure you have your plates, your forks, your knives, make sure like we have the drinks ready. Um, then you start really like prepping the food. You start cooking the curry goat, you start seasoning up the curry chicken. You really start making the food. Um, we open at 11 for lunch, so then lunch kicks off and we just, we're just running the business, right? You're answering calls, you're filling orders, um, maybe you have some catering done, you do catering. Um, so that's like the operations of the restaurant. When I'm not in the restaurant, it's a lot of just like, like uh, pre-work. So it's any emails I have to do, um, any planning, any like strategy for social media. Um, a lot of my time and attention goes there. And any like other projects I'm involved in or I'm doing goes into when I'm not working at the restaurant, so. Okay, let's go back to social media. You're a hard man to find. Yeah. You're a hard man to find. Yeah. Yeah. I know you had a strategy for social media. I know you and Mikey, yeah. when you opened it, you guys had a huge celebration yeah. going on. How do you, what, what's your social media game plan now? Because you're not really on there. I can't find you. I had to drive over the city to find yeah. you. You know, <laughs> what do you do now to market your business? So, you know, Ivory Kitchen still has Instagram. Personally, you know, my personal brand was definitely a big driver of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of, you know, you know, during the pandemic, 2020, 2021, and now 2022, a lot of things are changing, right? You got to pivot. Uh, and I just kind of felt like Instagram for me was more of um, a distraction. Mm. I wasn't really utilizing it the way I needed to utilize it, or I didn't really know what was next for me yeah. with, with my personal brand. So I kind of decided to like go off social media. Um, and really just dial in Ivory Kitchen's brand more and be like, okay, like what does what, how does our brand act and how does it feel? Who are we talking to? 
um, how do we expand outside of the Grand Rapids um, to reach that bigger audience? Um, because we kind of want to like change our business model a little bit, right? And okay. so that's kind of been my philosophy on social media. I do think social media had, like, you know, we're in Kentwood, we're in a strip mall uh, out, outside of the city. Mm -hmm. So Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, like TikTok, like that's how I grow my business, right? I'm not getting foot traffic. I'm not, um, I'm not getting awareness from being downtown. I don't have a liquor license. Right, so right. So this is strictly like, really like brick by brick, like social media, you tell a friend, hey, that shit's fire. Yeah. People come, right? And so that's how we do it. So me and you were both cool with Mikey, right? Yeah. Does he do a lot of video stuff for you? Yeah, I mean, I'm wearing his merch right now. Yeah, Mikey. That is CTC. Yeah, Shout CTC. out CTC, man. Um, yeah, Mikey. Yeah, I met Mikey probably, man, maybe it's like, like two years ago, maybe now. Um, we, were, we were both aware of each other, but we never met. You know how like GR is, right? Yeah, yeah. Like people are like, oh, you gotta meet this guy. And you're like, ah, I don't know, right? Like, not like you don't want to, but it's just kind of like whatever. Um, and then we met, and uh, we, me and him just became really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, man, like Mikey, you know, makes videos and he's a creative. And so I was like, hey, man, like, I always need creative. So, you know, me and him put our heads together and we've, we've done a couple of projects, we've done a couple of things together. And yeah, Mikey's definitely, um, yeah, that creative liaison, liaison for me for sure. And he does the videos and yeah, shout out to Mikey. I ain't seen my dog in a minute. I'll yeah. go see Mikey. Yeah. I talked to him the other day though. Yeah. So, without success, you can't have failure. Yeah. What are some of the biggest mistakes you made when starting your business, running your business, or? A lot, bro. Uh, failure, fa failure is the bear of entry, bro. You're going to fail a lot. Yeah. You're going to do a lot of things wrong. Especially, like, you know, we talked about earlier off camera, or, you know, it's just like, yo, who, who do we know that looks like us doing the things that we're doing? Mm -hmm. So there's not a lot of people you can ask questions to. Right. And so I, I'll say some of the biggest things that I did wrong, um, is that, and I knew this, but I, I didn't stand on it more, our, lo our, our, our location. Location is everything, especially in a market like Grand Rapids. And I knew my product was great. And so you wanna give yourself the best shot to get the most customers. And luckily, like my family and myself are hustlers, so we have no problem with working hard. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, you wanna make sure when you do a retail business that you're in an area that fits what you're trying to do okay. and, and, be, and be smart about that. Yeah. Um, so I think I could have picked a better location. Um, I do think um, not being as, as, uh, as fast to things, um, speed is definitely a variable in business. You wanna be quick, you wanna be on it, you wanna keep that momentum up. Yeah. Um, it's hard to get it, um, but it's easy to lose it. And so once you have that momentum, you wanna keep building on it. You don't wanna let go. Um, but like, you know, consistency, when you try to manage a lot of things, it gets hard. And I think the third thing is like, um, definitely uh, not focused enough on things. Um, I, was, I was 19 when I started, so. Wait, 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 um, you were 19 when you started? Iron Kitchen, yeah, open Iron at 19. That's dope. So for me, it was dope. Like, I mean, I was 19 years old, like, I was trying to balance being young and like doing everything. And, That's hard. Right? It's That's hard, really right? hard, like, bro. You know, like, I'll tell you like. Party, no, work literally, on my business. We were, we were open seven, six days a week. We opened at 10 a.m. and we closed at 10 p.m. And I still had like a social life. I was out. So like, ima yeah. so imagine like, I'll be out night around the town 
and I gotta be at work by 10, so you know, I gotta be up by six, so I'm like coming to the house at two, you know what I'm saying? So I was living. I know you was tired, but you, tired, you can't man. stop though. You I know you was stop. tired, but you yeah. can't stop. And that's what goes back to being focused. How many times you take a nap in like the back room when it was like not enough people coming in? You just take a little nap in the back. Man, I never took a, I never took a nap, bro. I, I would just grind it through. To be honest with you, you know, what I'm saying? Have take a nap in a, <laughs> I would have taken a nap in a cooler or something just yeah, for a minute, just to yeah, man, regroup. You know, because sometimes you don't, you know, like, like when, we're, when we get busy, bro, it's just like you just, you just, you don't have, you just got a chance, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But you definitely be zoning out when people are trying to talk to you. Yeah, you know, what you just say? What you want? <laughs> <laughs> you like, what? Oh, yeah, bro. Just write it down, bro. Yeah. I want to like, hear what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, for sure. For sure, yeah. <laughs> oh, I had that problem, too. So I know exactly what you mean. Like, yeah. hang out, keep grinding. Yeah. Go to bed a little early, prepare for tomorrow. You know what? Somebody just called me. I might as well step out for an hour. Yeah. It don't turn into an hour. Yeah, it's always longer, <laughs> it's right? It's always It's always longer. longer. And like, Actually, you know. when we met at um, Social House, that was one of them times. I'm yeah. like, I'm not even supposed to be out right now. Ta- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be out. And then you out. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it was networking, though. It was right? networking. That's you're, how I lied to myself. Connect. <laughs> exactly. It's a balance, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So where do you plan on taking your personal brand? Where are you going the next five years? You know, you know, I'm, I'm definitely in that pivot, you know, those major decisions. I think for me, you know, restaurant business is cool and I appreciate it, but I want to do more. Um, so I see myself next five years, probably like buying and selling companies, um, and really, like building a holding company, um, and like building brands, right? So I want to get into CPG space, uh, consumer product goods, like the Kellogg's, like the, your cereals, hmm. like you know, I want to like develop a drink, I want to develop hot sauces, I want to develop like syrups, I want to like just play in that space, and I just want to like build brands, sell them, buy brands, um, and so that's kind of where I see. Myself doing the next five years is more playing like that kind of game. Um, just kind of like expanding my knowledge, expanding my network. Uh, personal brand wise, I feel like I really want to like, I didn't do this enough with Irie, really explain the process and my steps and like, like what I'm going through day by day, week by week, year by year, and my thought process. I didn't really document the process. Right, like you, people see me now, like, oh wow, it's cool. I was like, man, like, do you know what it took yeah, to get here? Yeah, it took a lot to get here. And so, with this next, you know, life, business is cycles. Life happens in cycles. It's five to seven years, and so you want to reinvent mm-hmm. yourself every time, right? Not really change your personality, but like, what is your? Are you gonna keep growing your brand, keep right. growing what you're doing, or you're gonna like pivot? And so for me, it's like it's a little bit of both. Um, so I just want to like make sure I'm documenting that process and giving back as much as possible, but just learning new things and connecting with as much people as possible, right? And um, my podcast is, is uh, about giving out free game. You know, what's what the name of your podcast? It's we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Thank you for bringing it back up because yeah, it sounds dope. Yeah, the podcast is called the Don, the Don Cast, D-O-N and Cast. Irie Don. Yeah, I'm the Irie Don. So it's just it's literally just free game, and so I have interviews on there. People that like that I know are hustlers and like we get, in, we get in deep and it's like two hour stories, right? We talk about a lot of things. I have my like quotes or things, or things I talk about or like uh, my perceptions on things. So that's what the downcast is all about. Um, just free game, bro. Just what I'm going through, what I think. Yeah. My friend works, things like that. All right, before we get to the big question, what else you got going on? Do you have any questions for me? Um, yeah, man, uh, like, 
anything going on for me is just, again, to like, grow the brand, expand the brand. That's where kind of like my mindset is and being super focused and spending a lot of time on the details. Okay. Um, what, those look, what that looks like for us as a team, we want to grow, want to do a lot of things. So that's what this year is really dedicated to. Um, I mean, for you, like, uh, I guess like, uh, you know, like what's next for you? Like, what, like what, what's your North Star? Like, what are you? You said it to me last time, yeah. I never started. That stuck with me, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, what's your North Star? You had star? me in the car, I had to turn the music off to start pondering. <laughs> like, what is my North Star? What is my North Star? <laughs> I asked everybody that question. What's what is my North Star? That's deep, you spiritual. Know? Damn, bro. Yeah. You can't say a bad answer to that. Yeah. To create as many things that leave a legacy. Sounds very broad, but even something as small as this, you can come back 20 years from now when grandpa's a whole new city yep. and be like, like, wow, he did that in this room. Yeah, that's where I want to start, and it starts not with creating things, but also with meeting people, leaving a great impression. Yeah, and just building, networking, being a star. That's amazing, man. It's a process. Yeah, it's a process. Definitely a process. It's a game. <laughs> um, all right, this is the big question. I ask this every episode. We all live in the same place. We all got the same problems when it comes to the city. Yeah. What can we do to make Grand Rapids a better city? Man. Everyone does that every time I ask that question. Yeah, it's, it's such a deep question. It's just a deep question. <laughs> like, you know, I guess we got to define what's better, right? Um, can't, like, the market is the market. And so, like, how do you change the market? You got you to have a lot of things happen at the same time. Mm. So we're going through a renaissance period right now in Grand Rapids, right? Define renaissance period. So for me, it's like create creativity, uh, the economy. We're going through a recession. So you have a lot of well, people don't know that yet. We are. Um, so we're going through a lot of things. You have a lot of arts happening, a lot of events happening, a lot of creative people ha like happening. Mm -hmm. So we're going through this, this renaissance period, a culture shift. And so with that, you know, I think a lot of people are excited for what a better Grand Rapids could be. Um, but you have to have a lot of people involved and a lot of people investing in that. Um, so you have to have the big players who want, who want to see that same thing happen. Everyone has to be kind of aligned and doing their things. And so I think... What makes a better Grand Rapids? I think the youth, giving the youth more opportunity to do things, right? Um, Pass the youth the ball. Give the youth the ball, let them shoot, let them be creative, let them do things, let them uh, get their peace, you know? Um, you know, a lot of people in the business world look at Grand Rapids as a small pond, and they want to be the big fish in the small pond, which is great and all, but that creates a lot of competition, that creates a lot of like, I got to eat you for so, so, I can be, so I can survive mentality, that crab and the bear mentality. And I don't think that's great for our city, right? Like mm -hmm. I think you got to kind of reverse that because it is a small city. It's a very small community. So we got to like raise the tide, right? What's the quote? Rising tide raises all ships. And so I think we need to have that mentality, that culture going on as a market, and we all have to participate. And we always got to look to see um, not what we want, but what does Grand Rapids need, right? And so those kind of questions, like because uh, beer blew up, food, and travel blew up in Grand Rapids, right? So is that why there's so many hotels downtown? Yeah, hotels like Amway Corp is invested in, in 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 hotels, right? And travel and having people come here. And so you gotta like balance your ideas and what you, what you want versus your need, what what the city needs. Right? Mm. Being a good business person, being a good creative, is understanding what's going on and how you can communicate that through your discipline, right? So they're developing hotels because they're noticing that people want to come here and want to spend time here um, for business for whatever. Um, but also right now, right, real estate, right? So 
we need a lot of homes, we need a lot of short-term rentals, we need all that happening because the city's growing. Right, so as the city grows, what else needs to happen? We need cooler restaurants, we need more bars, right? Okay, now we need more music scenes. Okay, what kind of music scenes do we need? Right, so you start going down. I'm loving this, you know keep going, keep going. going. <laughs> right, so we need more music scenes, right? So like, okay, we got a lot of EDM, we got a lot of country, we got a lot of, okay, we probably need some more like, Afro-Latino, we probably need some more hip hop, right? Mm -hmm. So you start going down the line, okay, so travel. Um, okay, do we need a better bus system? Do we need more scooters? Um, funny thing is like, uh, um, um, shout out to Fungi. I was in Fungi's ear for the longest to get scooters in the city, we finally got them. So mm. I was like, yo, we need scooters because the city's small and so you can actually get around to a lot you of places. You can actually, scooters. yeah, yeah. Right, so all those things create new things. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? And so you just gotta like balance your wants with what the city needs and what does the market want? And how are people grabbing, like where are they moving to towards? Right, and that's how you kind of build your thing. 100%. I can attest to you about the transportation. Yeah. Uh, since I work, you know, at GRTV, I work yeah. in the station. We film every every month, once a month. Yeah. The mayor come in, the city connection, yeah. say what they're working on, what they got going on. So I can tell you, right now they're working on finding a police chief because mm -hmm. you know the police has been a problem all year in almost all cities. But yeah, the transportation part, they're definitely that's one thing that mm -hmm. you said that's actually really happening real time now. Yeah. They're working on the transportation. And but like the other stuff, like the stuff you mentioned about music, the travel scene, that part wasn't ever mentioned. That's the whole other ball game. Yeah. But just you mentioning that just knows there's more to it. And you have to really be in the know to really be a part of it and make a change. Yeah. Um, I would say keeping the question in mind, what can we do to make rappers a better city? Adding on to what you said, what you described was the big things have to happen first, and the little things that happen later. That's yeah. what I heard you say. They gotta happen simultaneously, right? They gotta be working, in, like working together. And so, for, like for such a long time, it has been separate. Right. Like you have your creatives, you have your urban people, then you have big business, right? So like they're not talking, they're not communicating. And so, um, if Rockford decides to develop an area, mm -hmm. what does that look like, and uh, what is what is like needed for that, and how do we build businesses that support that? You know what I'm saying? Look, right. Those conversations definitely need to happen more. And that's how, that's how it works, right? Like, that's how, and then just the culture, right? Like, we can't stomp out culture because we're afraid of things we don't know. Right. And so we got to fight for things. Like, there's only, like, for me to be one of the only Caribbean spots in town is nope. like, is cool, right? Great mm. for me. But it's like, we need more. Right? Mm. And people are like, aren't you afraid of competition? I'm like, no, like, like we need more experience. We need to expand more things. The idea, the perception of things. You go to New York, you go to Austin, you go to Toronto, you go to all these bigger cities that uh, we're modeling ourselves after, mm -hmm. right? Everyone keeps getting like the big things right, but the small things make those cities, right? The reason we like those cities is because the culture is there. Like you like Detroit for the culture, you don't like Detroit because it's big. Right. Detroit has a certain culture you're looking for. Chicago right. has a certain culture. You can go there for a football game, basketball game. Exactly. Different types of clubs. Exactly. If you're creative, there's all sorts of studios to go to, plus fashion. Exactly. And that, that gets people going. That's how you, you, know, you get your Virgil Abloh, your Kanye Wests. You got to create that. You get your Drakes, you get your Michael Jack. You get all that from the culture, right? And so people have to invest into that, if that makes sense. From my, my, my viewpoint. This switch from We Love GRTV to the Doncast. <laughs> this definitely took a switch. I got to tune into your show. Yeah, bro. I got to tune into your show. Yeah, but, well, you know, yeah, GR is cool, though. Yeah, I like yeah. it. It's... 
There's a lot of there's a lot of negatives, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm, I'm It's a lot of negatives everywhere everywhere, yeah. bro. You go to Chicago, exactly. you know what I'm saying? But exactly. it's just one of those things where it's like Yeah. This is my philosophy. Wherever you go, there you are. If you do dope stuff in the middle of nowhere, you do dope stuff in a huge city. Yeah, it don't, I, it don't I think matter where you are. In the club, you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Man, I think you can make it in GR. Grand Rapids, you can make it anywhere. Make it anywhere. <laughs> it don't matter because if you dope, you dope. Nothing yeah. can stop you. Exactly. But I agree with that. thank you for coming to the show. All right, man. Thank you. I really appreciate, I appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Till next time, you have any shout outs to make to the people? I mean, shout out to 616, shout out to the gym, shout out to this show. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, everyone live their best life, you know, climb your own mountain. Yeah. Um, remember, everybody can't come and just be you. Deep and spiritual, bro. What's your North Star? <laughs> <laughs> What's your North Star? What's your North Star, man? Everybody want to comment North Star. <laughs> but, all right, till next time, folks. See y'all later. Peace.